This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Today it's Momo in Ireland. Arr, three o'clock. Come yeah, on. I never do a three o'clock crowd. I, I used to one. The um, <laughs> Mace is on vacation this week, me. so Momo's in for most of this week, and then I think Andy's going to come in and do some shows at the end of the week. But, um, but all right. So I'm going to come clean with you guys about a, a, a dilemma that all play-by-play guys have. So I work for the Lakers. I'm the Lakers play-by-play guy. I don't know. How enthusiastic I should get or what level of energy I should use if the other team hits a game winner. Okay. If we hit a game winner, yeah, I'm good with it. But if the other team hits a game winner, that's an exciting play, but it just beat my team. So this exact scenario played out over the weekend. Denver is playing Portland. And um Jamal Murray for Denver won the game at the buzzer on a three. Or like it, it, there's maybe half a second left. So here is the Denver call. This is our buddy Chris Marlowe, the old uh, volleyball player. Yep. Chris Marlowe and Scott Hayes. Here's the Denver call of Jamal Murray winning the game. Murray's got it. Murray with three seconds. Let's it go for the win. Got it! Jamal Murray calls. Okay, good call, right? Yeah. That's his team. Now, the Blazers announcer is one of the best basketball announcers in the country. It's a guy named Kevin Calabro. He used yes. to work for TNT. He's fantastic. He's great. He's got a great voice. Was the voice of the Sonics for many, many years. Here's the exact same play. Now, keep in mind, Kevin is the Blazers announcer, okay? Here's what it sounded like. Murray handles, crossing over, steps back, a triple for the win, got it. Well, <laughs> nine-tenths of a second remaining. Okay. <laughs> so very subdued. Wow. Is that... Okay. So, I thought Marlowe's call, home call, exciting, yep. good. Does Calabro's call, is that appropriate? Is it high enough energy, low enough energy? What do you think? A little low. A little low. Greg, what do you think? <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny. I think it's totally acceptable. Okay. Jorge? I thought it was low, but it was funny. Okay. So, let me put myself on trial. All right. This thing happened a week and a half ago. Yep. We're playing Indiana at Crypto.com Arena. Oh, yeah. Okay. This kid, Andrew Nebhart, beats the Lakers with a game winner at the buzzer. The Lakers are yep. up two. So I want you guys to be honest. You can be honest. If I showed the requisite amount of enthusiasm when it's the other team that wins the game. Here's how I called it. Halliburton brings it in. Turner, three for the lead. No good. Rebound loose. Halliburton's got it. Halliburton down the middle. Halliburton throws it outside. Nebhardt for the win. Got it. Nebhardt hit it at the buzzer, and the Lakers lose by one. What can I tell you about that, Nebhardt? All right. Proper requisite, Greg, requisite level. Absolutely right. Everything was I right thought there. my energy met yeah. the moment, and then I don't know what to do. Much like it's interesting that Kevin and I both use the same exact phrase, which is got it. Murray handles, crossing over, steps back, a triple for the win. Got it. Well, nine yeah, tenths of a second remaining. Labro is like, <laughs> he went low. Got it. He's like, got it. <laughs> you can hear the disappointment yeah. in his voice. Okay, but what's the right response here? What's the right answer? Do, do I you call it straight? You don't get overly excited, but you call it straight. Like, pretend you're the national announcer. Because that's announcer. a great play. It's a great play. Yeah. I, would, I would have been okay if Calabro would have been one of them. Got it! And he was all excited. I would have been I would have been okay with that, too, because it was a huge, massive play. I mean, you, could, you could also say, got it! You know? <laughs> right? Like, okay. you, could, you could have, I thought yours was right. Pretend you're Mike Breen. In that situation, I think you have to be the well, national. Then I'd have to yell, bang. Right. <laughs> or bang bong. Oh, no. I've got an idea. Okay, how about this? Okay. Tell me if this would work. Maybe I could use this tomorrow night. Okay. With the LeBron game winner. All right. No, no. It would be it would be oh, you want if the, the other, other team wins. Oh, we don't All want right. to put it to Celtics. So Lakers, do it for a different team? N- well, I'll just you'll you'll see where I'm going. All right. 
Lakers up by two. Three seconds left. Celtics are going to inbound the ball. Jalen Brown's going to bring it in. Brings it in to Tatum. Tatum dribbles right. Three-pointer for the win. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Yes, if you did that. Oh, my god! I would give you all of my mythical money. I would give you. I would give you. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. John, I'll give you. Jorge, how much are you? You're the guy that I need to catch. Oh, it's on tape, man. (laughs) I'm happy to do it. Against the Celtics, if that's the way you did it. You John, can take if it. you do that, <laughs> I'll that lose. Will go vi- that will go more viral than when Shaq cursed at you live on air. So, you know what I be did Be your once? greatest moment. That uh, might be your greatest broadcasting moment. Oh, yeah, so, you know what I, I what popped into my head? <laughs> you, Jorge, you could probably find this. Type in, this was from like three years ago. Yeah. We're in Boston, and Rondo oh, yes. in hits a sure. game winner. Yep. Okay? And it's, it's literally like... We're down one. Yep, I remember the it. balls bouncing around. Rondo and I had just watched Goodwill Hunting. Oh, so at the end, did you of, say how you like the map? I did. At the wow. end of the call, and it was like, uh, and and it was the the Lakers had, and it was in the garden, it was in the garden, and it was like there was just no reason to think that that the Lakers are going to win this game, and was going back and forth. I think it was Ingram took the ball to the rim. And uh, it got blocked by Horford. Horford on his first stint with the Celtics before they traded him away. And now he's back with them. But, um, and then so I worked in a how do you like them apples because I had just seen um, Goodwill Hunting. But it's a hard thing as a, um, as a play-by-play guy yeah. to figure out the opposite of that. In other words, if the Celtics hit a game winner, in the case of Nebhardt, if the Pacers hit a game winner yeah. to beat your team. I think you play it straight. I think you call it straight like you're a national announcer um, instead of the home team announcer or instead of the, you know, the, your team, you don't you don't worry about which team won and lost. You don't show a tremendous amount of celebration, like you don't do a touchdown dance. Um, right. But you got to meet the moment with enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard decision if you got to make it on the, on the other side. Okay. So I want to talk about the Rams for a second. Um, a lot of talk after that game Thursday night when our Raiders wet the bed, Ramona, mm-hmm. that Baker Mayfield may have played himself into the Rams quarterback job. And here's what I mean. There's no reason to put Matthew Stafford back out there. He's got like six or seven injuries, and one of them is spine, and it's just, and the Rams aren't going anywhere. Am I the only one who's thinking that, and the Rams are smart, you pay Baker Mayfield to be on your roster next year? In other words, he's not going to get a giant deal. He, the Rams are the yeah. only one who put a claim in on him, but he kind of fits exactly what we need. We need a really good backup. I think it's a, you know, they're not as good as these guys. These guys are both in the Hall of Fame. But it's kind of like a Joe Montana, Steve Young thing. Matthew Stafford probably has two, three years left tops and maybe zero if these injuries don't pan out. Baker Mayfield's got 10 years left. I would go to Baker's agent and say, look, we want to sign you to a deal. You're going to be the backup, but Matthew Stafford has tons of injuries. You could get thrown into the starting role in any Mm -hmm. second. And after Matthew retires, Matthew's like 35. I think Baker's more like 25. Yep. Then we groom you to be the starting quarterback. What do you think of that plan? I, I think they need a strong backup. I don't think it has to be Baker. Yeah. It's not like they have his bird rights or something. <laughs> like they, right. You know, they're just taking a look at him. And you'll get I, – I like that they claimed him because why not? I mean, he – you know, you'll you'll see if you if you like him, but I I am concerned about Stafford's injuries. Me too. I, I mean, the 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 amount of punishment he's taken, but also like a spinal cord injury is right. a scary thing for a quarterback, well, especially it, one who worries about the rest of his life. And right? in the case of the Rams, when you have good skill position players and other guys out there, yeah. you need somebody better than. And, and I'm not trying to hate on yeah. John Wolford, but yeah. you need somebody like Baker Mayfield who could energize the team and step in there. Bergman, would you offer Baker Mayfield a deal, a little more money than he would probably get elsewhere to be your backup? Yeah, I mean, if he finished out the year on a good on good terms and he's yeah. and he's clicking with all these other guys like Skaronic and, you know, and Cam Akers and a few of these guys, then yeah, I would absolutely bring him because like you said, I don't like what's going on with Matthew Stafford. The spinal cord injury is 
really big, especially when Shoulder. you have a wife. Yeah, but you've been you had two concussions in two weeks yep. earlier this year. I mean, your mom, your mom, your, your wife doesn't really want you really playing all that much, from what it sounds like. So, yeah, I, you kids, need to have I mean, yeah four kids. It's your family. You have the Super Bowl. Your family is more important at this point. So look what happened with Brady. So right, you know, I I would I would absolutely give him a shot if he plays the rest of the season well. Um, hey, a little right. breaking news from the NBA. Yeah. Empire, you're talking about the Pistons and how good they are. Former number one all overall pick, Cade Cunningham, is going to have season-ending surgery on his left shin. Won't be back till next year. I thought that was a possibility. We were talking. I walked out with Cade last night, and um, I thought, why bring him back if he's still having something? To- I Michael, who obviously has spent his whole life in the game and now Clay's in the game. And mm-hmm. Clay's obviously had some really serious injuries. You did a big yeah. feature on Clay recently. Um, Michael said he's never heard, and this is obviously just one person's experience, but he's never heard of a shin injury this serious. That he's had shin splints. Yeah. He That the fact that they're reporting that this is shin, Michael thought, and what he was speculating, but now it turns out he goes it's got to be something else there's got to be a fracture yeah or a stress reaction yeah. in there um because being out this long with a shin injury is not normal well, and to your point about women yeah they're tanking for you know the, the, <laughs> the, it we've we've been waiting to see who how when teams will start the uh the race to the bottom. And I, th- I think the two teams that have already waved the flag and said we're we're going for Wembayama are the Pistons and the Spurs. Yes. Now the Thunder may eventually join them, but I think the Pistons and the Spurs are both there. By the way, there's only one answer right now to who the most underrated player in the NBA is. When I say that, does a name pop into your head right away? Underrated player in the NBA. Who are you thinking? Anthony Davis. No. Huh. It, it's a player that is I think if he played in any other market, he'd be first-team All-NBA. He's going to be second-team All-NBA. He is killing people every night. It's Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Oh, yeah. He might be an MVP getter. Well, getter. well, not on that team. No, yeah. not yet. Not on that team. And I don't think he can make first-team because I. it's just— No, it's too crowded. Well, and there are—I mean— You Steph, cannot have Luca or Steph. Yeah, I mean— You know, Tim Bontemps is doing his— uh, he does a straw poll. See, I think either Luca or I think it's going to be Luca that goes to the second team. You know why? I think Devin Booker has to be on the first team. I think Devin Booker and Steph have those two spots locked up. So I Luca, think Luca, you can and, put as a forward. That's how people have gotten around. Yeah, in but the he, past. but but are you, you're not going to put him ahead of Giannis or um, or AD? Yeah, you are. You're going to put Luca ahead of Giannis? No, ahead of AD. Really? I think AD's candidacy. Is still forming. Let's th- right now at this quarter poll mark. Okay, but if you put if you put your front line as y- Jason Tatum's lock right now, lock. Okay, Giannis I think is a lock. Lock. Those. So are the now two we're locks. debating: Do we put a center in there? Yep. Embiid, Jokic, AD, or do we put Luca in there? I think it. it Luca's technically a guard. You can't put Luca on the front line. I think Luca. He has been though. I think people Luke, vote him as a as a. I think Luca's got to go to the second team. I think it's. I think because if the Mavericks were good. Well, I, I would tell you. I think it'll probably. I think he'll be first team because people just vote for Luca. They hmm. just do. And you think AD goes to the second yeah. team? Yeah. Wow. And I think either Booker or Steph go to the second team. And then what are we doing with Embiid? It looks like he's been on the second and third teams in the last few years. He's not always first team All NBA. Jokic is. Yeah. It's it's a really it's a really tough vote. I mean, this year I'll. I, I, I had to I always just do the straw poll off the top of my head and I think that the top three matter more than the bottom the, the second two right yeah he goes who's your top five at the quarter poll mark right because we're, we're coming up on that right now for me it would be Tatum Giannis and probably Luca in that third spot because he's been that good I would put either AD Jokic or Embiid and I, I would have no problem with any of them but I think you need a center no I'm saying in the top five MVP voting. oh yeah oh okay Oh, MVP right now? I put I put Tatum one. Tatum one. Yeah. Giannis two. Yeah. I think those two are pretty, pretty but look locked at AD, in there. Look at AD's PER. Look. Yeah, the problem is the Lakers record hurts them. Yeah. It well, does. but they're getting better. If they, if, that's what I'm saying. They're I can't give you 15. any kind of answer. Dallas about is about AD. the same. Yeah. I mean, you know? they're they're a little better, but um it's hard to it's hard to say who who should where AD will end up because we don't know where the Lakers will end up. Um Greg, what do you got? So with with the Shea thing, I just want to go back to that for a second. Do 
Do you think the Clippers are more upset with the Shea trade or happy with They the had Paul to trade? do it. Well, it's not so much that they had to do it. You think right now. Okay, I'll tell you why they had to do it, and Ramona, well, you got Kawhi Ramona will back me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you you got it. They, it was, Kawhi was coming if they could bring another star. And the other, the, the one Kawhi wanted was Paul George. And when, Doc was the coach back then, and when Doc went to Steve Ballmer, Ballmer said, man, we're giving up a ton just to get Paul George. We're giving up SGA, we're giving up all our draft yeah. picks, blah, blah, blah. And Doc's response to him was, you're not doing it to get Paul George. You're doing it to get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Right. They wouldn't have come unless you, you're not getting Kawhi unless you get PG. Remember, Kawhi would have gone to the Lakers. Um, but when I, they, when I think they, history is, 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 this is a really cr- critical discussion. I think history, right, hold, Kawhi, hold it because okay. we're up against a break. All and right. then I also want to loop back to something about the Rams and I got another workplace dilemma. Okay. That I want to I like a- these. ask you guys about. Yeah. That, that it, not just sports related, but to any workplace that makes no sense to me. Um, and game of games is coming up in about 20 minutes. Momo and for Mace, I'm John Ireland, ESPN LA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today, it's Momo in Ireland, Ramona Shelburne in for Mason. You were making a point about Kawhi Leonard. Big game tonight at Staples and an even bigger one tomorrow night. I call it Staples. I, I do that about once I do that all the time, yeah. All right, Crypto.com Arena. Uh, for li- how long, though? Clippers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Clippers, Sorry. Celtics tonight. Yeah. Celtics, Lakers tomorrow night. And I was at, we were talking about Kawhi Leonard. You think he might play tonight. I, it sounded like it. I was looking at Ohm Young Music, who covers uh, yeah, the Clippers. He great said guy. it sounded like... Uh, the Clippers are ready to go. They have a, a short injury report. Let me look again. Uh, but but anyway, the 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 point about Kawhi and the that trade back in the the, the yeah. trade for Paul George, which nets them Kawhi. So I've this off. There's a lot of uh, butterfly effect moments in the NBA. The Chris Paul trade and what would happen, and the Kawhi Leonard free agency is one of those moments that affects multiple franchises for multiple years and all the butterfly effects of it. Shea Gilgis Alexander goes to Oklahoma City. He's the centerpiece of the deal for the Thunder. He looks, he's averaging 30 points a game now. Looks he unbelievable. Looks unbelievable. Yeah. Signed a Supermax to stay there. He's the beginning of their... Um, yeah, their, and remember they have Chet Holmgren. He's just not healthy. Right. So, when... Kawhi was a free agent. I've thought about this a lot recently because I, I, you know, it's, it's it's one of those trades. Okay, I think in terms of his reputation in history and how he goes down and how he's remembered, this is a pretty pivotal moment because him insisting on getting Paul George gave Oklahoma City so much leverage, right? That the Clippers had to gut their team and their depth to go get Paul. And it reminds me quite a bit of when Kobe wanted out of L.A. Right. And one of the reasons why the Lakers didn't do this was, okay, they had a trade with the Bulls. Yeah. There was a trade there. And I heard Luol Deng held it up. Chicago didn't want to give him up. Yeah, there was there, there was a, a the, the version of it that I've heard is that essentially Kobe knew about the trade and Chicago didn't want to give up Luol and there was a, another, and it because, and Kobe basically said, well, if we give up Deng, why would I go to Chicago then? They won't be good enough. Right. I, I, you have to gut your team to go get me, then what's the point? But in the case of the Clippers, I think their roster is good enough. They just can't keep those guys healthy. Yeah. I love the Clipper roster. I think it's really I think they're deep. deep, and I think they're good, but they really did go all in. They gave yeah. up multiple picks. I mean, they, they've they done a great job um, recovering from that trade. If you if you want to phrase it that right. way, to, in, in terms of roster construction, yeah, in terms of, yeah I mean, they've been really. You know, the great. Lakers had to give up a ton for Anthony Davis, but see, a I always ton. I, when when people say the Lakers gave up too much for AD, my response is always no, they didn't. They won the title. They won a title, and they could That's win it. more. Yeah. And 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 we won't know how the the effects of e- any of these trades for years to come. The Lakers pick this year when when they started two and ten, I was thinking, oh no, it is the doomsday scenario. Wimbayama goes to New Orleans. Yeah, with yeah. what would have been the Laker pick. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's the doomsday scenario. Now it doesn't look like that. Um, but if you're Kawhi, why give Oklahoma City all that leverage? Um, why not just I don't sign think, with I the don't Clippers? Th- I don't think he thought that far out. Right, and that to me, strategically, that was the yeah. that was a wrong move. Well, remember he didn't have a normal agent. I think his yeah. uncle was his agent, yeah. and, and it was. No, he has he has a guy on file, but yeah, his uncle knows. Yeah, so it made it uh, made it different. All right. Um, I want to loop back to the Rams for a second. Um, three of Sean McVay's assistant coaches, it may be down to two now. I think one changed yeah. his mind, but are leaving to go back to the college ranks. Does huh. that mean? Does that something or nothing? Does that mean McVay might leave at the end of the year? I got to think it. Amazon is using Kirk Herb Street with Al Michaels, and yeah. Kirk's great, but yeah. Kirk is working more than me, and no one works more than oh me. Oh my god! Um, Sedano might. Good point. You and Sedano are yeah, out there. We're, we're, we're in a race. You're like, you, you, you have like... Well, and, and I've said this to George before. He's George's um, workload is more impressive because he flies commercial. Yes. It helps me a lot that I fly 100%, private. 100%, yeah. Yeah, and, but George, it goes to... Uh, I, I work more games, but he travels more. He, he, he Through put, airports yeah, and all that. Different, different I, animal. I, I agree. But, but Kirk Herbstreet is like... All over the country, working NFL, working college, blah, blah, blah. So Kirk could very easily step down from Amazon at the end of this year. And if, Greg, what do you think of this? I think if Sean McVay got offered a two or three year deal for 60 or $70 million to be the analyst on Thursday Night Football with Al, I think he would take it. What do you think? I think he was close to taking it over this last, last summer. Last year, yeah, right. Exactly. So I think it's possible. I think... If Aaron Donald comes back, I think he comes back. If Aaron Donald decides that he's done with all of what's going on, with how they were, they struggled, and we don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford, then I think he leaves also. I think he's kind of tied with Aaron Donald personally. Well, one I, thing will happen too, and Greg referenced it earlier, is if Mayfield kind of finds himself over these last few games playing quarterback, McVay is the type of guy who could resuscitate Mayfield's career. You know, Mayfield had the Rams not claimed him. There's a chance nobody would have. Right. And he would have been out of the league, and he would have had to, you know, convince a team to invite him to camp next year. Instead, Rams claim him. He teams up with McVeigh. He has this dream scenario comeback on national TV, and now he's loaded with confidence. His teammates love him. Gets the game ball starting again this week. Um, I think if Mc- the combination of McVeigh and Mayfield may be a-, a good marriage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't think McVeigh was ever taking the the was ever taking a broadcast job this offseason. I think I don't think Aaron Donald was ever going to retire. I think they just had leverage. <laughs> right. Well, coming off the Super Bowl, everybody did. Yeah, everybody had yeah. leverage. They all want to get, you know, they all should get paid after all that. Um uh, but I don't think either of them were were serious about it. Yeah. I don't I mean, you could you could But don't you think if that offer, if that offer that, came if that offer came to Sean from Amazon after this season, it'd be really hard to turn down? I think there's an offer for Sean anytime he wants it. From any of the broadcast networks. Yeah. I, like anytime he wants to go be an NFL broadcaster, he just has to say the word. All right. Uh, coming up next, a workplace dilemma that I want to ask you guys about that it's going on right now and I don't understand it. Maybe you guys can help. And then after that, game of games. Uh, Momo and for Mace, I'm John Ireland, ESPN LA. All right, Mason and Ireland show. When I walked in, Jorge said, You got something for me. What do you got? Oh, yeah. We had Lindsay Lohan last week. I don't know if you saw this, but here, let me play it for you. Hang on. You had Lindsay Lohan. Nice. Ooh, naughty. Pepsi and milk. Pilk. Mmm, that is one dirty soda. <laughs> Wait, is, is, hold on, is that real? Yes, yes very Pepsi real. And, Pepsi and milk. That's a thing. That's a thing. Pilk can I? Currently. Can you buy it? No, no, no. You pour the milk on your Pepsi and you make. But it. who paid for that ad? Pepsi did. Pepsi made it. And Lindsay we Lohan. We just, just gave them free advertising. Yeah. Well, that's what they were going for. And since you like Lindsay, way to fall you. for it, Jorge. We, no, no, we played for it. We, we played it last week. Well, uh, Lindsay we is my girl, as I often say. She's just misunderstood. Did you watch her stupid Christmas movie? <laughs> I have it loaded on my iPad, <laughs> but I have been working so much Ugh. that I have not watched anything on my iPad. This whole ten days, I go. I got a ten day yeah. trip. I'm going to watch everything on my iPad. I watch yeah. nothing. Yeah, don't I, watch it. I would put it very low on your list. Okay, good. That because I, I don't have time anyway. Yeah. All right. So here's something I want to ask you guys about. You too, Amanda. So are you guys following this Good Morning America third hour oh, story? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I went, there's something I'm not understanding. So there are these co-hosts on that show. 
TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Yeah. Apparently, they were both three, four months ago married to other people. They had, they they hooked up at yep. work. They have now left their respective spouses. Yep. And are dating. This all came out because some newspaper, I think it was a London Mirror or something, did an expose and found them holding hands and you know yeah, hanging okay. out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Good Morning America, ABC, and they're owned by the same people. We're owned by Good Karma, but we have a relationship with Disney and ABC. Um, Good Morning America has taken them off the air, pending an investigation. Mm-hmm. Why? What, what am I not getting here? Amanda, if Ramona and I did what Amy and TJ did, okay? okay. Ramona and I are married to- Not that that's going to happen. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. My wife would kill all of yeah. us. Um, but Amanda, Ramona and I hook up. We get divorced from our respective spouses and we start dating. Would you pull us off the air? Now, I think where they went wrong here is that they should have gone to their bosses first. I think part of the issue- is that I think that it's NBC, right? ABC. ABC? Yeah. No, Emmy, the one, oh, they work at ABC? Yes. Okay. They work in, on, it's called GMA3, the third okay. hour of Good Morning America. So I think the problem is that- Amy, what you're thinking of is Amy used to work at NBC. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is that the company feels a little embarrassed that they have to deal with this and that the two of them should have come to their bosses and- informed okay. them of their relationship prior. Now, yeah. my understanding, Bergman, has always been if there is a power dynamic, yeah. then I, like, yep. for example, if Amanda and I got together. That is a problem. Amanda is my boss. We would then, Amanda, have to go to Sam or to Scott McCarthy or whoever uh, is our hire, or Amanda, whoever is technically your boss, and say, hey, we want to disclose something. Amanda's John's boss, and we're dating, and we wanted you guys to know because there's a. I get that, but this is Greg equals right. Yeah, why but does it, it why are they pulling? It still doesn't matter, and I will tell you. And maybe this rule applies at ABC. I don't know because at ESPN, if you're in a relationship with someone else in the company, you're supposed to inform them of it. Yeah, even like even if there is yeah, not a power correct. disparity. Even, yes, there even might if also there be, is not a disparity. There might also be a quality, John, of like, okay, um, are 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 they getting preferential treatment because they're together? Are they advanced? I, I don't know. But how could they? They're not dating. They're, they're, neither one of them is sleeping with their boss. They're yeah. sleeping with each other. But I, I think you also, part of the other issue is the company probably wanted to know because if something goes Poorly, yeah, if something goes wrong, do right? they have to move, not have them I work together. I got to tell you guys, I don't get that. I know. I mean, I, it, it, Amanda, something could go poorly. It always could when you're dating somebody. Yeah. But if it doesn't affect our performance, like if, if Ramona and I hooked up off the air and then we got together and we're living together, but the shows are exactly the same. There's no difference in quality or content of the shows. You still think that's grounds for them to take us off the air? I don't think that they necessarily needed to be taken off the air, but I I definitely think that they should have been spoken to. But it, I th- it eludes me. I I I, yeah. I mean, people meet at work all the time and date people at work all the time. Ramona, do you get this? Not not totally. I think it it also doesn't make other people uncomfortable. Maybe you know. But I mean, I I okay. But why would it make other people uncomfortable? I was going to say, like, I really like your husband, yeah, Nevin. But if I didn't like him, okay. And I was like making comments about him or making you uncomfortable. That's one thing. But these two like each other. They're dating. They're living together. Where's the rub here? So uh, this uh, this story here says uh, the GMA ratings have actually uh, gone up 11% <laughs> since the scandal. <laughs> so well, maybe- but what, you know what's not good? Yeah. They're not on. Yeah. So the, the guest hosts are getting bigger ratings. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I understand the... Whole, like the M A Udoka thing, while maybe, he was suspended, the, was a power dynamic yeah. that he had. Yeah, his position in the company, he could force underlings to do things that they may or may not wanted yeah. to do. Amy Robach and T J Holmes are, as Greg put it, equals. Yeah, 
So you know, what I wonder though where's is the issue maybe here? maybe the thing that made people uncomfortable is that they were both married to other people. And so when somebody's having an affair and you you know their spouses, right? Or you know they're married. But is like, that grounds for work discipline? Apparently, this is she is also the third woman that he has been right. Mm-hmm. You know, hanging out with, but at all work. Con- but all yeah. consensual, right? Yes. Where's so the, the way she the phrased issue? it, that the ABC News president says, she's taking them in an internal email, okay? She's taking them off the air because of their alleged affair, which was not a violation of company policy, but had become too much of an internal and external distraction. Hmm. Is that, Whatever that means. Yeah, I, but you said the ratings are up 11%. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh, I, and then and then okay. Here, this is pretty funny. Okay, according to Nielsen data, with the backups on when they weren't on the air on Monday, the viewership fell back down. <laughs> according to Nielsen, yeah, like if if wow. they announced today that uh, Amy and TJ were going to be back tomorrow, mm-hmm. I've never watched that show in my life. I would watch tomorrow. Yeah, I think they've got lightning in a bottle and they don't know it. Yeah. And I don't understand, if I was them, if I was an attorney representing Amy or TJ, I would say, what, point to me what yeah. part of my employment agreement did I violate? Why am I being taken off the air? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I think I, they were looking at some kind of like morality clauses to see if there was anything you oh, know, because in their they contracts. Having... Yeah. I mean, it yeah, is but I have, like... I have morality clauses in my contract demanded, but do any of them say that I can't date People yeah, or can, it's all is it is it uncomfortable for everyone because they know both of them were married? Maybe, but I mean that's uncomfortable. If I knew somebody un- was married, and I knew they were. Oh yeah, I mean I definitely have known people who oh, like, are very blatantly having an affair, yes. and it's like it's different. Okay, I might know that that person's having an affair, and I might even know their spouse, but I'm not working with their spouse, or I'm right. not in the same right. <laughs> but their spouses, of- their respective spouses, didn't work for the company. Yeah. I just don't understand why this- It is kind of a distraction. She was married to Andrew Shue. Right. And he was married to an, a lawyer. Yeah. And now they're not. They mm-hmm. all, all they both split up and now these two are together and all of a sudden they're off the air. I don't know. I don't see what they did wrong. I think they should- I think what they did wrong is they just should have come out and been open and honest from the very beginning to but their am I re- employer. Wait, am I- Okay, you're my boss. Am yeah. I required- If I split up with Lisa and start dating No, not, not Ramona, that part. am it, I required yes, to tell you? Yes, yes, you 100% are. 100% you are. Absolutely. Why? Yeah. Well, like I said, we Even work for- Even your colleagues, yeah. Yeah, but we also work for ESPN, and the company, that that's what the company says. Uh, you have to let HR know. Um, oh, here's another thing. There's a- I'm reading up a little bit more on this, Okay. Uh, apparently, their go- the investigation also wants to determine if they used company resources like vehicles or drivers to meet romantically, or pressuring staffers to keep their relationship on the deal. Okay, that's now you're into an area where I can start to understand it. If if I'm uh, you know if I'm spending an extra night in a hotel room and charging it to ABC and just so you and I can hook up, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but there's. I, I, I just haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I find it very interesting that, that these two have been taken off the air. Like with the Matt Lauer stuff, he was doing it to underlings. Yeah, yeah. These two are, are equals. They're co-hosts on the same show. I don't, I don't get it. Maybe if somebody understands it, tweet me. I, I don't get it. Uh, all right, coming up next, Game of Games. Uh, Game of Games is close this month. Bergman, it's a bunch of people with one one point each, right? Yep, everybody has one, um, including and you. Yeah, but I can't win today. It's my game. Sonano's going to come in here, um, and we're going to play it next. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for Mace, ESPN LA. All right, no Mace today, but Momo's in here for him, and we've got Game of Games, and George Sonano hey, is hey, joining hey, hey. us to play Game of Games. So it's Jorge, Bergman, Ramona, and Sonano. Uh, it's my game today, and it's multiple choice. So here we go. With the World Cup wrapping up, I have a quiz about the countries who qualified for the World Cup this year. Okay. Uh, here we go. Question one. Is this a multiple choice? Yes. Or- okay. Thank God. All right. Sixers <laughs> center Joel Embiid yep. hails from what World Cup country? A, Senegal. B, Cameroon. C, Ghana. Jorge, Senegal, Cameroon, or Ghana for Embiid? I'll say Ghana. Okay, uh, Bergman. Oh, they're going to get this right. That's not fair. Senegal. <laughs> yeah, you should not ask okay. me and George. We know Momo. Well, 
I'm going to make ask George. I know the answer. So if I answer, okay. it's Cameroon. Okay. It's Cameroon. It is Cameroon. Dang and, it. And, uh, okay. I didn't know that. Question two. Yeah, like George and Momo like, tried to be know. tricky. Like I wouldn't yeah. know, huh? All I was right. like, well, if I answer it, it's pretty obvious. All you in the league people. Greg, <laughs> hey. which is the only one of these countries not to have the color red in its flag? Oh, okay. 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 Is it A, Brazil? B, Australia, or C, Germany? Brazil, Australia, or Germany, Bergman? Oh, boy. No this red in the flag. This is not hard, Bergman. I don't know flags. Well, take a I guess. It's A, B, or C. What was the first one? Brazil, Australia, or Germany? I think it's Brazil. Okay, Momo. Brazil. Uh, Sedano. Brazil. Oh, thank God. Uh, Brazil. Jorge. It is Brazil. Yeah. It's uh, black, green, and yellow, right? Brazil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Australia has a little bit of red. Well, there's yeah. a little blue, too, in Brazil because they yeah. have the earth in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Blue and then uh, Germany has a red stripe. All right, yeah. so it's a Ramona 2, a Sedano 2, and Bergman and Jorge, one each. Question three. This country, Momo, failed to qualify for the World Cup this year. Is it A, Serbia, B, Ecuador, or C, Sweden? Serbia, Ecuador or Sweden, which one failed to qualify this year? Sweden. Uh, Sedano. I'm going to say Serbia. Uh, Jorge. Sweden. Uh, Greg. Ah, Sweden. It is Sweden. And uh, Greg Ramona. Just no, no, I knew, <laughs> I knew it was Sweden. I knew it was Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, George, this one coming to you first. I would do that, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, Sedano, the team, the team from North America who did the best in this year's World Cup. Oh. Was A, Canada, B, the United States, or C, Mexico? The United States. Uh, Jorge. Yeah, U.S. Uh, Greg. Yeah, it's U.S. Momo. U.S. All right, U.S., and that means Momo four and everyone else three. Okay, back to Jorge. Okay. Um, this team made their first appearance in 64 years, the longest gap ever for any team. Their only previous participation was in 1958. Was it A, Canada, B, Qatar, or C, Wales? Uh, Jorge, Canada, Qatar, or Wales? Wales. Uh, Bergman. Wales. Momo. Wales. Sedano. Wales. It is Wales. You guys all knew that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were in the group. This tournament is Gareth set Bales. to be the last with 32 participating teams. Mm -hmm. How many teams will be in the field in 2026? What? Bergman, is it A, 24, B, 48, or C, 64? 24, 48, or 64, Greg? Well, all three teams in North America are automatically in, so uh, 48. Okay, uh, Momo. I will also say 48. Uh, Sedano. 48. Uh, Jorge. 48. Yeah, it is 48. You guys know all these. Okay. State, next question. This one's going to you, Momo. Stadium 974 okay. will be dismantled completely after the tournament. This stadium is the first temporary stadium ever used for a FIFA World Cup. How did Stadium 974 get its name? Huh. Was it A, there were 974 members of the Qatari World Cup committee that landed the games for Qatar? B, it took 974 days to complete that stadium. Or C, 974 is the international calling code for guitar. So is it A, B, or C? A. You say uh, 974 members uh, yeah. landed the games. Okay, uh, Sedano. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea, by the way. I thought it was going to be about the boxes. I'm going to say C. Okay, uh, that it's the calling code. Uh, Jorge. What was B? B is it took 974 days to complete the temporary stadium. No, I'll go with C. Okay, you're going calling. I was code. either going A or C. I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go Bergman. with Momo, even though I probably shouldn't. Yeah, a, I don't know. The people, the amount of people. The correct answer is C. That by the way, that sets up a very interesting last question, and I have a tiebreaker. Okay. okay. Here's Let's the go. score right now. Ramona six. Sedano six. Jorge six. Bergman five. Oh, I so can. Bergman gets to go last. All right. All right. And different. Here it is. And the person who go first is the one that you don't want to win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it sounds, Brionis, it sounds like you're going first. All right. Oleg Salenko of Russia 
holds the record for most goals scored by a single player in any one World Cup match. All right. He did it against Cameroon in 1994. How many goals did Solenko score in that one game? A, three, B, four, or C, five? Uh, Briones, three, four, or five? Four. Uh, Bergman. No, oh, no, you're going to no, Ramona. Five. Uh, Sedano. Four. The Bergman. only thing I can do is three. We have a winner. Dang it, I'm out. I lost. The correct answer is five, and Ramona <laughs> Shelburne oh! has taken Woo! the men down. Wow. You're the Very first with nice, two, Momo. Momo. And you have oh! the overall lead. Oh, my gosh. And the person who wins December <laughs> wins the year. Uh, what is that? What? Made up huh? crap. Uh, <laughs> you know, shoot your shot. Uh, <laughs> you know what I say to that? <laughs> All right. uh, let's play. Let's do a tiebreaker just for fun. Uh, Clint Dempsey has scored the most international goals for Team USA in history. Yep. He played in 141 games okay. for the United States. How many total goals did Dempsey score in his international career? Closest without going over Momo. 21. Okay, uh, Sedano. In his international career. Yes. Um, 141 games. I'm gonna say 18. Uh, Brionis. I'll say 34. And Bergman. 35. Bergman knows how this game is played. <laughs> the, answer, the answer is 57 wow, that's in 141 yeah, games. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Sinano, you, I was I was surprised. I was telling this story earlier. I was listening to a podcast last night, and uh, Bill Simmons and uh, Ryan Russillo were talking about all NBA. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you had to do it now after 25 games. Right. They said, guards, and this makes a lot of sense, um, they said no. They have Luca on the second team. Mm. Ja. They had Devin Booker and Steph. Okay, oh. which I tough to argue with. Yeah. All the names you mentioned could possibly go in. Yeah. All right. So that's I, the guy. I, I would if I was doing a top five. I actually just did this Me too, with Tim, Tim Bontemps. Yeah. So I, I could put a lot of guys who put in crazy numbers, but yep. my top five in this order was Tatum. Yep. Giannis. I now I focus. Winning matters to me. Okay. Yeah. Tatum. Giannis, Jokic, Zion, Ja. Those well, you are my already went Zion. Yeah. Okay. So I found this interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I am. Um, I found oh, actually Ja Zion. I had Zion okay. five. I found so you didn't have Booker in there. I didn't have Booker or Luca in my top five right now. Today. They didn't okay. have. They didn't have Luca either. Now here's what surprised me. Their front line, and this I may be just talking about Bill and not Ryan. I didn't hear what Ryan said because the plane landed. But uh, Bill said, and this surprised me. His front line. All NBA first team. Yeah. Tatum. Yeah. Giannis. Yeah. AD. Ahead uh, I, of Jokic and Embiid. I, I, would, I was ha I was pleasantly surprised. So first team is different than MVP, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would not have an issue with that at all, with AD being for uh, right now. Yeah. I mean, he's been incredible. Like, you're talking about numbers that he's put up. That last stretch before he got the flu, um, he had a two-game stretch of like nearly a hundred points on like seventy percent shooting. Yeah, you had nobody had done that since McHale in '85. So I watched though, like I was with you on that, and then when he played head-to-head -head against against Embiid, right? I thought Embiid got the better of of that he matchup. Did that night, he got into foul trouble. Yeah, and but so, in that game, and, and, and like when you were just watching late. it, I thought, oh well, Embiid's winning this one. Like this is a head-to-head. -head. Embiid it seems like he's really bringing it on these national TV yeah. games, and and I can tell you, like in the past, Embiid is not. Shown up in those games. Well, I'll tell you this: Darvin Ham hugged me and AD on national television in the after that Milwaukee game. So I'm giving yeah. it to AD just on that. Well, that Milwaukee game was as entertaining a game yeah, as a I, game. Yeah, George. You worked it. It it's uh, Giannis and AD were both spectacular. Yeah, like there were just no answers yeah. for either I, one of them. I just think, and honestly, it's going to sound crazy because well, not too crazy because Embiid historically has missed a lot of time too, though not recently. But AD's played been more available than Embiid this year. A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would be That's okay true. with AD. So yeah. who did they have a So you had they had guard Booker and Curry, yeah. and then Tatum, Giannis, and AD. Okay, I, so have, second, I don't have a huge problem. With second it. team guards, you haven't mentioned one of Bills. So it's not Ja, mm -mm. and it's not Luca is one. Luca is one, <laughs> right? So there you go. Who would be the other second team? Guard? I called earlier. I don't know if you've been listening to the show earlier in the day. I said he, he is clearly the most underrated player in the NBA. That used to be Mike Conley for like a decade. I yeah. feel like, but but you'll agree with me when I tell Shea you. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I he's mean, on my fantasy team. I don't so know that he's know. underrated. Yeah. I think he just plays on a team that no one's expecting well, to win. Part, doesn't, those those, those two things are related. I, I do also remember when they made that deal, and you yep. you remember this, Doc said, like, you know, I said, you know, I wish we didn't have to give up Shea, but we got to give up something to get yeah. Paul George. You right. Know? It makes sense. Uh, Jorge, it's Superstager. Uh, so did we do all the nerdy basketball talk before Cap came on? Was yeah. that on purpose? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. What uh, happened to the woo 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 I just got back from a nine, ga- uh, yeah. nine, ten day Laker road trip. He looked at how many shows I missed and said, "Oh no, I'm taking a week off." What? <laughs> yeah, the whole week. Yeah. I think he also looked at the end of the year and said, "I have this many vacation days left. I'm using them." Yeah. There's no way he has any vacation. Days. Like the oh, term, I was just gonna say, the term how is that even rolling possible? them over. How is that even possible? It's never applied. Um, yeah. All right. So I have a thank you, a public thank you, and oh. my thank you goes to Scott Kaplan. Here's oh the story. What did I do? You did a very nice thing that I want to publicly credit you for. Oh. My niece is 14. She lives in Idaho, and she plays on the varsity. She's a freshman in high school, and she plays on varsity golf. She's the best player on the team at 14. Wow. She already led him to a, to mm-hmm. a, a, a title in a state tournament, and it, she like, just started. So the only thing she really wanted to do, she was out here for a wedding uh, with her parents, and the only thing she wanted to do is play at Torrey Pines. And I had no way of getting on, so I called Cap, who is the unofficial mayor of San Diego. Cool. Lo and South behold, LA. lo and behold, uh, I get a phone call uh, or a text from Cap one day. Hey, I got him a time. So they Cap, they played it on Friday. They absolutely loved it, and it is all thanks to you. That was a oh, very man. nice thing you did. Thank That's you cool. very much. Oh, dude, my pleasure, man. Anytime I can help out. Yeah. I love to do that. I don't know why. I don't know what what it is. Why I love being like the hookup guy. I do too. I, I mean, I do too. Yeah. Like when I don't always want to do it because you're you're cashing in favors and that's mm-hmm. that's weird. But it's so you hate. It's King nice Cappy? when you come through sometimes. You hate yeah. King Cappy. Uh, I no. I that, that's didn't. The, I do the opposite. I'm I'm praising him. No, no, no. Did you get because he did he hooked you up right? right. Yeah. Hooked so up you, my niece. You yeah. hate Kinged him. Yeah, hey, King. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he was the very first guy yeah. that uh, that I reached out to. Yeah. Um, by the way, can I, I? I just mentioned this to Bergman, but I like giving uh, him and well, not him directly grief about this. In this television studio or in this uh, radio studio, there are four televisions, and every single one of them just is off his mic. Was on. <laughs> Put his bike back on. That's every nice. single one of those on Spectrum, Spectrum Sportsnet on a high school football game. And I love high school football. I went to the Rose Bowl to watch Modern Day in St. John Bosco. Not one was was ESPN. Like, we couldn't even... I had to have Bergman, oh. like, literally put ESPN right. on from this that This is side. directly my fault. How do, I got, we have a, how do we not have ESPN programs? Because I got, I got in at 2.30 this morning, woke up and drove here, and I have not looked at one of these TVs <laughs> since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. That's Lord. how out of it I am. Yeah, I'm going to put every day. TV. I'm going to put every TV on, on ESPN right now. Yeah, but every right day now. I come here, it's like, I always... I, Cappy and I, he hears it all the time. Like, how is it we have a sports station that doesn't have, like, the actual sports channels okay. on? You want I, me to I tell you the truth? Yeah. John Chin, who I think he's here, John Chin changes the channels every day. No, he does not. He absolutely does. No, I he don't puts it on that. CNN. I, he puts CNN. it on I, don't, I mean, yeah. whatever. Put a news channel. That's fine. But can we get one on ESPN, for God's sake? Uh, change them. All right, I, I have a question for you guys. We covered this earlier in the show, but I want to bring you guys in on yeah. it. Um, the head basketball coach at Illinois is a guy named Greg Underwood. <laughs> all right, Greg who? Greg Underwood. Mm-hmm. And he laid his team out uh, with a post-game rant that was, you know, he just basically accused him of having no leadership and sucking and not going hard at practice. And so, what, but he said leadership several times. And one of the things that, um, that he did – um, was he basically said nobody on the team stepped up and led. And one of the reporters said, well, what about, you know, uh, Kaplan, who you said two weeks ago was a really good leader? <laughs> and he basically answers, and I think, George, this is something that we can steal mm. or anybody can steal and use in the future to get out of any awkward situation. He answered with a fart noise. Listen to this. Brady talked a lot about TJ's leadership since he's gotten here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if uh, D- George, pretend I'm Darvin Ham. I just uh, I just got off the floor. We lost a tough game. Ask me anything you want. Hey, Darvin, I know that was a challenging one there. What do you think was the biggest issue tonight? <laughs> we sucked. Okay, excellent. Uh, what in particular did you think you sucked at? 
It really. <laughs> All right, Darwin, thanks. It really does. Now, pretend you're Greg Popovich doing the sideline interview with would Well, maybe not from George because he likes him, but, yeah. but he, Pop would probably walk away. Yeah. Although he would probably not be above a fart noise. I could see Pop do that. Yeah. Cap, don't you think like a fart noise is a really very good singing. club to have in your bag when you so, can't think of anything else to say? So you make the noise to try and distract them from not having an answer? Yes. For Or, or you know, like they said, what would you think of Kaplan's leadership? Why, <laughs> 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 you know, it stuck. I mean, it answers, <laughs> you can assume anything. I mean, it, listen. Brady talked a lot about TJ's leadership since he's gotten here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit brilliant. Yeah. It is. It is. It's definitely a great device to just kind of get people off their game in that scenario. But it sounds like to me, without listening to the rest of the clip, that he's just kind of like dismissing his leadership yeah. qualities. Well, listen, I think he's I'll play the, the actual quote. I think he indicts himself. They they lost a game to Penn State they weren't supposed to lose. And he's trying to criticize his team. But Cap, tell me if you agree if he's not criticizing himself. Here's what he said. We played uh uh, very, very uninspired basketball from uh, uh, the second we landed from Madison Square Garden uh, until now. We have we have been atrocious in practice. Maybe the two worst days of practice leading up to a game I've been a part of, and that's leadership. That's leadership. Plain and simple leadership. Put it in bold damn print. Leadership. Lack of. Eesh. And no effort. That's what happens when you in this league when you when you when you have none of that cap it isn't all that coaching didn't he just indict himself i mean it's weird leadership is he just purely saying the guys on our team just don't want to practice and then aren't pushing their teammates or is he saying our assistant coaching staff and our whole crew everybody well, i think most coaches expect the players to police themselves uh, to a certain extent and i think that's probably what he's referring to without really knowing the whole situation uh, I think he would have been better off just using the fart noise. Yeah. You know, the entire time. Brady talked a lot about TJ's leadership since he's gotten here. <laughs> so also, <laughs> I the other big to, debate we had I on our show. God, By the way, I got, I got I'm a working debate. it into a game. I, I am. got a debate real quick. I, I am working into it. So, Bergman, you have to give me all your mythical money. <laughs> if you do it, I swear I'll do it. <laughs> into a game? I swear, oh, yeah. Good for you. He says, if I work it into a game, he'll give me all his mythical money. I said, Not if, just if it's into the a opposing game, team, like LeBron game goes to the hoop, foul, no whistle. I'll give you half of that. If it's a game winner from the opposing team and yeah. you do it, a whole thing. Now oh. that would go viral. Oh, yeah, wait. it really would. So wait, I, I want to ask you guys. I asked, I asked these guys this yeah. earlier. Um, so Dana, what you do some play-by-play. What is the appropriate amount of enthusiasm for the opponent? Yes. So, uh, for example, I'll give you an Jamal Murray hit a game winner the other night. Here's Chris Marlowe, the Denver announcer. This is yeah. a really good call. Yeah, yeah. Murray's got it. Murray with three seconds. Let's it go for the win. Okay, really good call. Here's one of my favorite announcers in the whole league. Right. Kevin Calabro. Oh, yeah. I love Kevin Calabro. From TNT. Yeah, Yeah. he's in Portland. Same exact play. Here's Kevin. Murray handles, crossing over, steps back, a triple for the win. Got it. Well, (laughs) nine-tenths of a second remaining. I I don't have a huge issue with it. it. Um, yeah. I, I think that that's what your fans want. Right. But I will say this. Like, I was in the car on Sunday listening to Bill's Jets on Sirius XM, and I think Bob Wischusen is one of the best play-by-play yeah, guys guy. in sports. Um, he does college football for ESPN and college basketball, too. Um, and he called a Buffalo touchdown, maybe not with the exact same enthusiasm he'd call a Jets one, but but close. And I also respected that, too, because it was an yeah. incredible play. When I watched back the highlight, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I get why he was so hyped up. Was it where the guy somersaulted into the end zone from the Bills? Yeah. 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 So, Cappy, I had this exact situation hit me uh, two weeks ago. Um, I was doing Lakers, Indiana, uh, so we pulled it. Tell me if this is an appropriate amount of enthusiasm, too much or too little. Halliburton brings it in. Turner, three for the lead. No good. Rebound loose. Halliburton's got it. Halliburton down the middle. Halliburton throws it outside. Nebhardt for the win. Got it. Nebhardt hit it at the buzzer, and the Lakers lose by one. No, you know what? I liked it because it sounded like it hurt you that he hit the three. So I'm okay with that. I mean, Uh, I don't have an issue either way. Like, I think either way to do it is good. 
Um, because if it is an incredible play, like the somersault play Cappy was talking about, I mean, that's hard to not be like amazed by, even if it's the other team. Right. Um, there was yeah, a, but you, but you, you were doing like a lot of play by play. There was, there was a shot, there was yeah. a rebound, there was a, a dribble, a pass, a shot. We yeah. heard the, yeah. it was controlled horn. chaos. It was yeah. a, it was a fire drill. Yeah. Well, Got at it. the end of that game, it was a scramble. Got it. Um, yeah, but I always fight that. Like, how much enthusiasm? No, I thought you nailed it there. Do that's you fine. have as a visiting? And it's like your most of your broadcasts are national. Right, they're George, all so national. You, you've yeah, got to so play I can, it. Actually, I can be excited yeah. for both. Yeah, you know. And, yeah. And so the best guys are like Kevin Harlan and Calabro and those guys. When they get a, a great moment like that on a national game, they almost always nail it. Yeah. I, look, I think that you have to do one of those things where it, it's it's really like. I, I think it's challenging personally uh, when you're a home broadcaster because there is an expectation that I think people have of what you should sound like. I think more like I always forget. I always remember like um, when I used to cover like you know the Heat back then with LeBron and those guys. And let's say they'd go out to dinner, and then like somebody took like a picture of them, and they'd be like like hanging out, right? Like having dinner, even though they lost, right? People are like. Why are they having fun after they lost? And I'm like, yo, they're human beings. They mm. want to just go have dinner. Like, who cares? All right. The other question I want to run by you is what we used in Wheel of Questions. Yeah, today. this is a, this is a big question. Okay. okay. So, Cappy, yo, um, I issue you a challenge, and this would be it. I offer to give you a thousand dollars. Okay. I give you a bucket of water. Mm -hmm. The challenge is you walk into Sam Pines' office. Sam's our big boss. Mm-hmm. You dump the bucket of water on his head. You cannot pre-warn him or, or say anything beforehand. You just have to walk in, dump the bucket of water on his head, and walk out. Mm -hmm. You cannot say anything to him for 60 seconds after that. And then after 60 seconds, you can say whatever you want. You can apologize. You can give him <laughs> half the money. You can do whatever. But you cannot speak for 60 seconds after you dump the bucket of water on his head. Unannounced. <laughs> You walk into his office and just dump it. Would you do it? I'm inclined to pass on this. How much money? A thousand dollars. Bucks. Eh. I mean, a thousand bucks. So, John, will you will you like uh, spice it up a little bit? I mean, is there? I'm saying well, no to the original. If offer. I got thirty seconds, I'd do it for a thousand bucks. Thirty why, seconds. Why, why do you think thirty seconds makes it? Because I think thirty seconds. First of all, he's stunned, right? Yeah. So that's at least a good five to ten seconds where he's just stunned. Yeah. What happened? What What just really right. happened? And then here? he's looking at himself, like, "Am I really all soaked here?" Right. Like he's looking around. You've already left the bill. You've already ran off. That's already a couple, right? And then I can move out yeah, of the office is, area. It is critical that sixty seconds. Yeah. After that's a long where time. You can't yeah. explain. Right. It. And yeah. then I'm I'm moving around, and then he can start to chase me, and then after thirty seconds, I can tell yeah. him what really happened. Well, so and then what like, really happened, bucks, bro? Uh, like oh, I half. think, like I, I said, if I did it to Bergman, yeah, he would like, what the hell, dude? And he would probably punch me. Yeah. But the hardest thing would do would be if I could just say the word wait. Yeah. Like wait. Yeah. I think I could, Greg. I could give you a facial expression to indicate that. Well, I, you could like, do that. Something right. like the hand up. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. Um. And and it, but it'd be really hard to be quiet yeah. for that sixty seconds. <laughs> like right, Brian so Windhorst. Okay. So this came up because then we did they were variations on the, of yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. So they were on the Laker plane driving home. Yeah. Driving flying, flying home. home. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, who would you do this to? Would you do this to Stu Lance? And I, all of us said no. Sorry. Yeah. We, okay, we noticed Stu. No. Yeah. Noted. We wouldn't do notice Stu. Although you do when this I went to, to Tim Harris. No. Amanda said she would. How much would it take for you to do that to LeBron? Like you're on the team plane. I I think it would have to be, it would have to be two million. Yeah. Two million. Because I think I'm getting fired. Right. No, you're definitely getting fired. Are you? You have somewhat a relationship. You're with definitely LeBron. getting fired. You have somewhat never. of a relationship. Are you crazy? With LeBron. I would never no, do no that. No chance. Wait a I don't know LeBron's him like that. A, LeBron's a businessman. You don't think he'd appreciate it after all was said and done? I, I uh, no. no, no, I don't. Credibility issue. No, absolutely not. Credibility issue, reporter. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, what player yeah. in the NBA would I be? Would I be? I don't think there's anybody in the NBA I'd be that cool enough to do that. No. Where I'd have to go 60 seconds without telling them. Yeah, Play? that's that's the whole thing. Clay, I think Clay maybe. Clay, Clay maybe. would probably look at you <laughs> like you were crazy. He'd be like, what the? And then just shake his head and walk away. Yeah. And then when you went to talk to him sixty seconds later, he went nothing to do with you. Right. Right. I can't imagine Steph going crazy. Would he? Mm. Uh, there was a really cute moment. Did you guys see the clip that? Uh, 
Oh, the, Steph's, Steph's, Steph's kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. So Steph's walking to, to the locker room with his holding hands with Cannon, his son, who's yeah. two or three. Yeah. No, he's older than that. He's like is four, he? four oh, or is five. He? So he turns around. He looks young. He's like yeah. Riley's age back in the day. And, when and Ramona the, and Brian wanted Riley out of the press room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, looking, he's looking around, and Steph's doing like a walk and talk interview with some guy on an iPhone. Yeah. And then uh, Cannon realizes that Clay is walking behind him. Yeah. He turns around. He goes, hi, Clay Thompson. Yeah, and it's very funny. Clay goes, "Hey, Cannon, what's up, man?" But it's very cute if you haven't seen it. So why'd you pick Sam, though? I mean, a thousand dollars to pour a bucket of water on Sam. By the way, Sam's response to yeah. all of this. Yeah. Sam is, and for people who don't know, listening home, Sam is our new boss. He's been here less than a year. He's a great guy. We all love him, but we don't really know him well enough to walk in and dump a bucket of water on his head. Yeah. Although Greg went to him after I proposed this scenario, and I said that I would. By the way, and Sam. Looked right at Greg and said, based on all that, I would be disappointed if you didn't do it. Right. So Sam's probably, to your point, Cappy, Sam's probably not the right guy. You've got to do it to somebody who has a a degree of seriousness to Like them. Amanda, she'd claw your eyes out. She said, no, she said she wouldn't. And oh, by the way, Amanda says she'll dump it on anybody. Oh, really? Yeah, anybody. I don't believe her. We, she drew the line at Woj, we finally get? She wouldn't do it huh? to Woj. Yeah. Woj. Yeah. Woj that was like, hell one. no, I wouldn't do it to Woj either. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Would Stephen A. take it in the spirit no, in which no, it was intended? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, his uh, his suit probably costs so much money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the, on that, so, the $1,000 wouldn't be enough to replace the bill to clean it. Yeah. I, when I went to Stu with all this, after yeah. we had all debated, yeah. and nobody said they would do it to Stu, I said, all right, I explained the whole thing to him. I go, I walk up to you. I, and I have a really good relationship with you. I walk up to you. I dump the water on your head. I wait 60 seconds. You're you're so furious at me. You want to kill me. Yeah. And after 60 seconds is up, I hand you $500. I hand you half the money. And I say, I am so sorry. They dared me to do this for $1,000. And I, I made the decision that if you get 500 just to get a little wet, it would be worth it. And I hope I'm right. And Stu looked at me dead serious. He goes, I need all the money. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Sedano and Cap coming up. Uh, Momo and I will be back tomorrow. ESPN LA.